Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 176 of Voice for the People. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Vlad, a dear old friend of mine from high school, as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Vlad and I tried to do this probably a year ago, and we had some technical difficulties, but now things have cleared up, and it seems like it's working fine, and it's our chance to catch up as old friends. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, today we're not going to just reminisce about our love for audio because we have a lot of audio history together and just we just love audio. But we're going to be talking about not my audio, but his audio as being a podcaster. But as the cliche question I always ask before we jump into the topic at hand, who is Vlad? All right. So who is Vlad? That is such a deep question. Thank you very much for asking because I feel like throughout this journey of media and podcasting, I sort of discovered that as I as I go, you know what I mean? So it's pretty cool. I Personally, I think I am a person who is uh, very passionate. Uh, passionate by when it comes to like, you know, conversations and stuff like that. Like I love communication. I love conversation. I love to learn from other people. I love to hear from other people. I love to hear other stories. Sort of like, you know, learn from, learn from them and really reflect on them. So, you know, in general, I am a, I actually do media full time. Uh, I'm a podcaster. That's my hobby. But as a job, I'm also like, you know, a radio host, a radio producer, a film critic, a journalist. And I do a lot of you know, things that sort of like uh, relate to uh, the use, the usage of words and communication, all that kind of stuff, to the point that d- doing it as a job was not enough. I had to do it as a hobby as well. That's <laughs> why I have the podcast, uh, The Blacklands, uh, going right now. That's perfect. And you know what? I just have to ask you, how does it feel to be on the other end of the table? So instead of being the host, the one controlling, you're the one on the hot seat right now. How does that feel? To be honest, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like this question because it feels really odd because I'm always used to be the the, the person you know, conducting the interview um, and all that kind of stuff, right? But for the most part, I, I like to let somebody else guide the conversation and just follow them as well. Uh, it's an exercise that allows me to learn how to uh, listen even better. And, you know, sort of like it, it's another part of the communication that I really like. I don't get to talk about myself as much because I'm always interviewing other people. But yeah, it's definitely interesting. I have to admit. Well, you know what? I'll try my best to make this a comfortable experience. And I know exactly how you feel like whenever I'm on the other end of the uh the seat, the other end of the microphone. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not the host. I'm not in control. Okay. I got to be on my best behavior. I'm not saying I'm not on my best behavior during this podcast, but I have to be on extra best behavior when I'm on somebody else's podcast or radio or stuff like that. (laughs) But you know what? It's not about me being an embarrassing fool. Sometimes it's about Vlad being a wonderful friend. And before we jump into the topic even further, you mentioned radio, you mentioned podcasts, you mentioned a bunch of things. So I have to ask you, do you have any social media links, websites, or projects you're working on so people can come check you out? I have quite a few. (laughs) So... So bear with me. So for starters, uh, you guys can find me on Instagram as at Don, D-O-N dot A-Y-I-T-I. I'm also the creative director 
of Black Soul Immortal on Instagram, which is a page where I promote positive Black news and positive Black images in order to counteract the negative stereotypes and narratives that are promoted in popular mainstream media. So on that page, you'll find a lot of, you know, history lessons, uh, a lot of, um, you know, polls that sort of like shine the lights on different aspects of the culture, uh, religion, all that kind of stuff that cater towards different parts of the, uh, 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 you know, our, our Black ancestry and even like, you know, a modern, uh, a modern take on, on Black culture as well that sort of shines the light on the positive side of, of being part of Black culture. At the same time, I'm also the editorial assistant at Shifter Magazine. You can find me there as well. You can tune in to CBC Radio every Thursdays at 5.45. That's 91.5 FM, where I do film reviews um, because I'm a film critic as well. I'm also, you know, I'm going to keep it like, I'm going to keep it short <laughs> right there because I have other stuff going on, but the, the list could go on. But one more thing, uh, you guys can also uh, find me at CHO where I'm actually going to be producing a brand new drive time radio show that's going to uh, premiere uh, in the fall uh, here in Ottawa. So um, make sure to follow CHO on Instagram to keep track of that and to stay tuned with whatever is coming up next. You know what? You're going to mention a bunch of things and I have to show respect. So what I'm going to do, even the ones he didn't mention, you can just share them with me and I'll put them down below in the show notes so people can go check it out because they have to learn the full experience of who Vlad is, learn every into your body. That sounds weird and sexual. It's not in that kind of way. I meant more like a, as a person, you got to learn Vlad and it, you could hear his voice everywhere. Basically, I listen to him on the radio on Thursdays when I listen to a film review and I always tell my wife, I'm like, yo, that's my friend Vlad. That's my friend Vlad. She's like, yes, Alex, you told me that every time. I'm like, I know. I know, but we go way back. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like, yeah, Vlad and I grew up kind of together. We got into music together. So yeah, either way, I'm I'm reminiscing right now. But once again, back to the podcast. Well, I'll put all those show notes down below so you guys can ch go check it out. But now well, let's talk about podcasting. So for you, how did you actually get introduced to podcasting itself? Because it could be a little different from radio. So how did you get introduced to the pod world? You know, I love that you said that, that it's very different from radio because uh, it's true in the sense that radio is a very professional, not that podcasting is not, but is a very, it's a very professional, almost sort of, it almost sort of has a conservative uh, feeling in regards to how it's established. There's a production assistant, there's a there's production notes, there's a board operators, there's, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you sort of have to know how to navigate it the same way you would navigate the corporate world. Um, and a lot of time, you know, radio can feel pretty scripted. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel as authentic uh, as podcasting. The reason why I love podcasting is because people get to be themselves and people really connect with, get to, people really get to connect with who you are as an individual. So that's how I got introduced to podcasting i sort of like just followed a few uh you know uh not just celebrities but you know um cultural commentators that i really liked and eventually you know they would start their own podcast and i would just you know get to know other podcasters and you know eventually i would just sort of like get into this uh i would get uh, almost sucked into this world where people would just like have real conversation about things that really matter in a way that I could really feel like, okay, I'm part of that conversation. This feels real. I almost feel like I'm a fly in the room, you know, almost intruding on the conversation that has nothing to do with me. And I love <laughs> that, you know, that's the part that I love. Even though, you know, for me, the first, the first thing that I was introduced to was a movie podcast. And at the time I told myself, you know, I want to be a film critic. That's probably why I'm, I, I love this so much. It's only later on that I discovered that really what really 
uh, fascinated me in regards to that, which is the idea of having conversation with different type of people who have different opinions, different perspective and a different history. Uh, you know what I mean? And sort of like finding common ground, you know, learning from them, you know, all that kind of stuff. And eventually just sort of like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's just the, the, the way people would just express themselves in a way that felt, like I said, very authentic, very real, authentic disagreements, you know, authentic, authentic harmony and all that kind of stuff. I love this. So that's that's how I got into that's how I got introduced to the idea of podcasting. And the beautiful thing about podcasting as well, it can be done by anybody. You don't need the highest end equipment to do it. You can have a simple microphone or cup in a can. Now, maybe a cup in a can might be a little too simple, but I mean, you, there's a lot, there's a very low threshold to start podcasting. A phone could be all you need to just start it. A podcasting can be done audio. It can be done with video. There's multiple routes to do it. You can even do it live. Theoretically speaking, you can do a podcasting on stage. <laughs> I guess that could, that could be a way, but you're absolutely right. It is a platform that can be used to just share everybody's story and everybody has different opinions, which is a beautiful thing. And okay, so this is a tough question. I didn't write this one down, but I've actually had this question pop up in the last few episodes and I'm like, Ooh, I love this. And I'm going to ask it in every single one of them. So what is something, you know, now that you wish you knew back then when you first started? Oh, I love that. Uh, in regards to podcasting precisely, right? Yeah. Uh, because I can tell you a lot of things in life that I wish I knew <laughs> then that I know now, <laughs> you know, uh, but in regards to podcasting is I speak four different languages, right? So to me, I always thought that in order to be the best podcaster possible, I had to be the best communicator. And that means like I had to sort of like learn how to express myself properly, how to speak properly and how to really like verbalize my ideas in the best way possible. So I sort of like developed this muscle that, you know, allows me to sound sometimes even more intelligent than I really am. And I apologize for that because then I transitioned <laughs> to saying some really, you know, dumb things later on. But the thing is that, you know, I, I worked so hard on learning how to speak a certain way and express myself a certain way that it's only later on that I figured out that it, it is as important to develop your listening skill. You know, it's actually more important to be a better listener than a better than, than a good speaker. So that's something that I that, that I figured out later on and that actually propelled me to new heights, you know, uh, because it, it sort of like allowed my guests whenever I would have guests, guests on the show, whatever. It allows me to really study them and really to, to really look at it from a perspective of let me not find the best way to say things. Let me find the best way to understand this person and really dive into let me make it more about them. Than, than, than about my response. You know what I mean? Sometimes a lot of time we listen to respond and not really to understand. So I sort of had to learn how to become a bit better listener to the point where in most of my podcasts, I actually forget to talk about myself sometimes. And I'm like, yo, put some, in, put some insight just because I discovered, again, when I learned how to actually listen, active listening and really pay attention to what someone is saying and really dissect and ask more questions because you really want to understand where they're coming from. It was like a new layers to other human beings that I didn't know I could discover. And at the same time, you learn a lot more and it allowed me, it allowed me to sort of like um, get to know myself even more. Because so this is an odd question bouncing off of that, because when we first start, we're probably pretty nervous and don't know which direction we want to go in when we're creating these podcasts. So for you, what are some like key elements you've picked up on people's, let's say, behaviors? 
So in, the, in other words, if you ask a question and you're like, oh, this might be a little touchy, this person might not answer it. Have you realized like, okay, how to interpret people's either body language or vocal language throughout your podcasting experience? Yeah, there's two things that I do. I like this question a lot. There are two things that I do. The first one is I see how they react to my own vulnerability because my podcast requires people to be very real and, and and you know vulnerable. So the first thing I see is how comfortable are they with my vulnerability. So I put my I put my real self on the table first, and then I see how and then I see how they react to that. That gives me an idea of how they expect me to react to theirs. But usually when they see my comfort level in regards to you know keeping it real and keeping it 100, then they start getting comfortable with me because then they're like, okay, well this guy is saying these things. And he's not afraid for me to judge him. That means that if I say these these things, he's not going to be. I'm not. I don't have to to be afraid that he's going to judge me. You know, vice versa. So that's the first thing that I learned is sort of like, like do you know? You have to be willing to do the first step and see how willing the other person. And see how you know. First of all, how the other person embraces it, but how willing they are to actually take that step with you. Um, and also the other thing is, people are a lot more interesting most of the time than you give them credit for. A lot of time, you know, when it, when you start these podcasts and stuff like that, you're afraid of like, well, what am I going to ask? You know, what am I going to ask? And once once they answer this question, like, how am I going to take things? Like, if where, where do I take this, this conversation after that? Like, um, how do I make it exciting? All that kind of stuff. Not realizing that your guests can literally do all the work for you. A lot of time you have to learn how to give people more credits and to sort of like, you know, really pay attention to some of the stuff that are saying is seeing how fascinating it can be and sort of like use and just understand that your content is really whatever conversation, whatever you bring into the conversation, but also what the other person is willing to bring to the conversation. And a lot of time, you know, you'll find it. You don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to do everything because it's a two way street. Right. So you do your part, they do their part, and, you know, you guys come together and, you know, the synergy that you, that you two create is what gives you the content. You know what I mean? So, 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 so that part is very important. It's allowing the other person to have their space, to feel things, to say things, to express certain things and realizing that, you know, you can let them fill the room. And after that, it can be your turn to fill the room. You don't have to be, the pressure does not fall on you to, to fill the room. No, I completely agree with you. And it kind of leads me to a following question. So for me, you, you can tell me your way, but for me, when I try to find a new guest and they're not entirely sure if they want to be on the podcast, they, they ask, okay, they kind of like have that hesitant, but I tell them, okay, so for my podcast, what I do, I just do audio. And also after we're done recording, I always send off the edited version to you so you can listen to it. And if there's any part you do not like, you can tell me to change it, remove it. You can even tell me, Alex, I hate your whole podcast. Delete that. Why did you even start it? Either way, (laughs) it's the idea to just add that extra level of comfort. So on that note, what is your, it sounds weird saying this, but your tactic to approach and get new guests? Me, honestly, I'm very lucky because my energy is very contagious. So in general, you know, when they see how hype I am, no matter like how shy or intimidated they are at first, they sort of get, uh, I'm I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where in in general, like people want to talk to me, you know what I mean? So 
So that's the thing. It's just like that's a that's a personality trait that I use at my advantage in these regards because I like how you do it. You know, you sort of have your strategy of like to to establish comfort and safety and all that kind of stuff. Me, I just hype them up, you know, because I'm hyped, and then they get hyped, and then when they get shy, I always tell them because it's kind of some it's it's something that I learned through experience. But a lot of time. I tell them, hey, listen, once you do it, once we get in the conversation, you're going to love it. And after that, you're going to do it again. And I can tell you that 100% of the time, whenever I had a guest that tells me, oh, I'm not sure about this. I've never done this before. And you're a movie guy. So I don't know what I'm going to say about this movie <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, at the end of the conversation, 100% of the time, they tell me, yo, Vlad, that was so cool. When can we do another one? <laughs> you know what? I have the exact same experience where somebody sometimes comes in pretty nervous, like, okay, I don't know what to talk about. And then once the conversation going, it just keeps on going. And at the end, they're like, that was really fun. Time just flew by and just, and people just love to share their hobby. At that point, there's like, I want to share more. I want to share more. I had few people like you who just came back. And just want to share more hobbies. And some, some people are like, you know what? I got to pick up a new hobby so I can come on your podcast again. Just, <laughs> just to share another hobby. But yeah. so the actual podcast aspect is a lot about the individual, meaning the guest and the host. But it's also about how you prepare for the podcast. So for you, what goes into your preparation process? Good question. Because you, you see, my originally, the original podcast idea is called, it was called The Black Lens, right? And pretty much what it is, is Black Lens is a, it's a conversation that I would have with someone in regards to like a popular Black movie and its impact on uh, on culture, pretty much. Uh, it could be for, you know, different types of genres. It could be, you know, a, a comedy, a satire, an action, or a historical thing. Like, it, it didn't matter, you know? So I would let the guests sort of like pick the movie that, he would, that, that, that they want to talk about. And as a film critic, I sort of like, provided the audience with two different perspectives. The perspective of a critic who sort of sees like, you know, the camera angles, the shots, the dialogue, and all that kind of stuff. And a fan who just really likes their movie and was like, yo, I want to talk to a, a film critic about my favorite Black film. So what goes into the preparation is really like, you know, watching the movie, first of all. You know, uh, if I haven't seen it in a while, you know, I always put myself in a position where even if it's a movie that I've already seen, I'm like, yo, let me watch it again just to really understand like what this is about. And also, you know, sort of like understand how this thing, how, how it makes me feel like, you know, if, if there are things about the movie that I didn't really understand or didn't really like, then this person who's really hyped about it, can I, I can actually ask them like, listen, I really didn't understand why, why this character did this. And it's sort of like, I'm really puzzled by it. Do you have an idea? And then they're so excited to tell you. They're like, well, Vlad, you dummy. It's because, <laughs> you know, that person was this person's twin. So they were not the same people. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so smart. And a lot of time, that's the thing. If I put myself in a position where I watch a movie and I'm like, okay, this person is going to tell me what I need to know about this. And as a critic, I'm going to see pretty much like, I want to see how if their perspective as a fan is going to change or enhance my opinion of a, of a movie. So I don't go into the podcast with, you know, the intention of teaching them about the film or to tell them whether or not it's good. I really want them to tell me, you know, and as a critic, I sort of go, okay, interesting. You know what I mean? So I go there with a complete open mind. A lot of, sometimes people, you know, bring up some, Alex, I'm telling you, I've had people, you know, <laughs> suggesting some horrible, horrible, horrible movies, but I sat through them anyway, because I'm a nice guy. 
And <laughs> <laughs> I sat through them anyway. And at the end, I was like, okay, that was really interesting. Bro, what the heck was that? <laughs> you know? And tell me, oh, you know, it's it came from that era. And you have to see it from that perspective. And I'm the kind of person who's like this. So that's why I connected to that. So, you know, it's really like, you know, open-mindedness and really discovering new films. So I just make it fun for myself. And at the end of the day, it's also a learning process for not only you, but also your guests and your listeners. So everybody gets to pull something out of it. Whether they agree with your opinion or your guest's opinion, they still learn. That's the beauty of it. And the, and the other thing too is that's the point of podcasting, I think, is to learn from each other, you know, and it makes me, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a natural professional film critic. So being, you know, in my field, you know, the, the stereotypical, like, oh, should I say the typical, you know, film critic with the mustache twirly, like, hmm, this is not <laughs> cinema. It does not appeal to the uh, aesthetics of uh, German expressionism. And you're like, <laughs> Yo, you know, when you're surrounded by people like that on the daily, Alex, what happens is that you sort of become a film snob yourself. And what and I really, I always said that, you know, I'm not a film critic. I'm a film fan who gets to talk about movies, even though my paycheck say, says film critic. But it's one of those things where it allows me to really be grounded in the idea of like, no chill. It doesn't matter if that shot was not, you know, 90 degrees, if the camera pinned from left to right instead of right to left. And that goes against cinema etiquette. Like, was it funny? Yes. Well, this movie was good then. And that's how fans see it. So you get to not just, you know, as a critic, some it's hard to see movies the same way because you're seeing an actor, you're watching their performance, you're watching their body language, their etiquette, the way they're, they're moving their lips and all that facial expressions. And you're analyzing everything. And then sometimes it's, it, it's so good to relearn how to watch a movie with, with all of that turned up and just be like, yo, forget all that. This Is this movie funny? You know? Is this movie dramatic? Is this movie, is the action good? All that kind of stuff, you know? You know what? It, asks, it leads me to wonder, so would you ever interview people who are, let's say, much wiser, older people and watch movies that aren't from their generation? So let's say somebody who is in their 90s, probably, like say they in their 90s, watch a movie that is recent and get their opinion because they have their own life experience and see how their life experience reflects on their way they perceive a movie. Yeah, I talk to people from different, like, that's the thing with uh, the podcast is I try to keep it as, I try to leave it as open as possible to people from different walks of life. So older people, I love listening to older people talk. They got all the tea, guys. When it comes to, when it comes to, you know, giving you life advice, you know, just listen to old people. They know what they're talking about. Every dumb ideas that you have <laughs> in regards to relationships or friendship or career, they've done every dumb things in the book. So when they tell you in unison that, yo, this works and this doesn't work, please listen. But on top of that, you know, for example, um, the Black community is, uh, is known for being very homo homophobic, unfortunately. There's a lot of issue with homophobic, homophobia in the, in the Black community. So what I did, you know, I invited one of my best friends who, who, who's part of the LGBTQ community and who, to review a movie called Moonlight. And during that conversation, you know, I sort of like it, it, it was for a lot of people, believe it or not, it was so it was their first time listening to a, a gay man talk for longer than 30 minutes. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. But it's just it's just the reality of the world that we live in. 
because people have conversation with people who have their ideas who look like them, and then they completely isolate themselves from complete uh, from different type of people, and then they never grow because they're never exposed to anything, right? This was my most viewed episode, and I think that the main reason is because people had were not expecting, you know, a macho looking black man with dreads to sort of like have a true honest conversation with another black man about the impact of homophobia in the black community where and what it means and like so i really try to have just to give you so i really try to have conversations with people who are completely different from me in age in sexual orientation uh in in their careers in their religion you know in their sexes genders whatever I, I, I try to have conversation with people from completely different walks of life. And the content ends up becoming something of the, it ends up becoming something like, it, it's so colorful, even though it's called the Black Lens, it's mostly Black people in, in regards to like the essence of the people or, who are partaking in these conversations. It's just so colorful. You know what I mean? You you get to hear so much, you get to learn so much, you know what I mean? And you get to unlearn certain things, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, a few people hit me up after that one podcast episode and they told me like, yo, listen, I realized that I might be more homophobic than I thought I was. I have to go on learn some stuff. And that's the whole point, you know, is to sort of like allow people to connect on things like movies and sort of like realize that they're not that different in regards to how they feel. So it's a beautiful thing. So the more different, the merrier. Man, I feel like I'm just talking to myself right now because <laughs> I had a similar episode where I interviewed my friend who's a doctor. And she does pole dancing as a workout. And I had a guest, or I guess I had somebody who would call, sent me a message saying, hey, I listened to your episodes, but I, I saw your pole dancing one. I didn't listen to that because it was going to be about strippers. And I'm like, no, it's, <laughs> it's not. That's a misconception. Mm-hmm. Pole dancing is an intense workout. It's a workout I can't do because I have hairy legs and I tried it and it just burns my legs. But it is an intense workout. And she's like, he's like, really? Oh, okay. And then he went to listen to it and he came back. He's like, Alex. This was very informative, but see, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's interesting because people, and this is a beauty of podcasting, people can listen to it in private and then just educate themselves more. It's kind of weird saying this, but when you're alone, you get to be your true self in a sense. Like yeah. you do whatever you want to do. You listen to whatever you want to listen to. You watch whatever you want to watch and you learn. So people who are listening to your podcast, if they're in a big group of people, maybe they're that intimidation factor is like, oh, well, if everybody else is not doing it, I'm not going to do it. But when you're alone, you can learn and then you build up that confidence. So kudos for you for doing that. And hopefully people who are listening to this, go check out your podcast as well so they can just learn more from different lenses and different perspectives. But once again, we, we have the focus on all our guests, but I have to put my focus on you, who is my guest, but also a host. So for you, what is the best part? about podcasting on a personal and an emotional level? Discovering yourself. You know, that's the funny thing. Like the Black Lens is was the original name of the podcast, right? And then originally I really wanted to make it about movies, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then eventually, you know, people would, would kind of hear about it and they'll be like, yeah, you, you should, you know, talk to Vlad and, you know, go on his podcast, on his IG, you know, because, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And they, they're like, yeah, he's a real one. He'll, he'll, he'll listen to you, you know? And I appreciate them feeling that way because now I have like hardcore macho black men, you know, like, you know, they would like join the podcast, talk about like a love movie. 
it ended to be like, I got my heart broken pretty bad. And I just like, and then you just listening like, oh yeah, I've had my heart broken pretty bad. So I'm like, we can, let's talk about it. And eventually the conversation started shifting from movies all the time. It starts with movies and then it ends up connecting with like our real lives. So at first I liked it, right? I was like, yeah, you know, we're, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's about movies, but eventually people open up to me about who they really are and what they've really been through and what life's really like. And, you know, their hardship, their happiness, their struggles, their dreams. I love this to the point where people only wanted to tell that. Like, don't forget the movie. I'm depressed. Can I talk to you on your platform so I can tell people how I'm handling depression and I can ask for help and they can reach out for help. So eventually the Black Lens became Soul Talks where we're just talking about what's in our soul and it's beautiful because it evolved it evolved and that's the thing when i tell people anyone who wants to like dive into you know podcasting or any sort of hobbies in general you know like don't put yourself in a box you're as you discover something that you like you discover more about yourself you discover what you like to talk about you discover what you're passionate about right and eventually you're naturally going to connect towards the things that you're that are meant for you and as it as your podcast or even your hobby, as it evolves, you become a different person, you know, you discover new aspects of yourself. And that's so beautiful because it's exciting. I'm almost 30 years old. So to me, there's something exciting about the fact that my that my identity is not set in stone yet. There are still aspects of myself that I have I have yet to discover. And I discovered that through podcasting, through having conversations about people who travel to countries that I didn't I never heard of, you know what I mean? Who who went to restaurants that I never been to, you know, people who who had dating experiences that made me realize, man, I really need to date different types of girls. You know what I mean? Like different things like that that you, you know, you start realizing again that there's so much more about yourself to discover. And I've had the chance to discover these things. Like, you know, through conversations that I've had with people, you know, when they give me an opinion about something and how, why they feel the way they do. And I'm like, huh, it sort of like challenges me. It's like, well, why do I feel the way I do? And then I bring it up to them and it tell me whether or not they agree or disagree in very respectful manners. And then next thing you know, I have a new perspective on something that is more profound and more layered. It's more layers to my personality as well. You know, and in, in, in by accepting people that are so very, so different from me, I end up accepting more and more of who I am. And it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. No, it absolutely is. And it's also the idea that not, nothing is ever set in stone if you are always learning. Like I know people who are in their late 80s who are still growing. <laughs> that's that's the human habit. We grow continuously. We always want to learn. We're curious. We're curious creatures. There you go. Tongue twister. So this is a really tough question because you have your foot in the water for radio and other types of media. Where do you see the future of podcasting going? I think it's going to become the biggest medium of conversation of all time, straight up. Because you think like, you know, political debates, right? You have like the conservative party talking to the Bloc Québécois and to the liberal party. They have five minutes to dive in on the subject and drop as many punchlines as they can to make people laugh or angry or whatever. But you don't really get to figure out who these people are and where they're coming from. Now you put them in the, you, you sit them down in the room where you're like, yo, you guys have two hours to just talk. We're not gonna, we're, we're not gonna, you know, restrict you. We're not gonna, time you where you guys get just to talk you really say what's on your heart 
you know that's when people get to really know who these people are there's a lot of things you know like in radio and tv whatever i used to do um you know live television on ctv morning life uh about like six about six years ago and you don't really get to keep it 100 and people can tell you know they, they might accept it because that's the medium but people can tell I think eventually, especially with all the celebrities like Mike Tyson, for example, has an amazing podcast. Y'all should check it out. You know, uh, Lil Wayne has an amazing podcast as well. Um, you know, all these celebrities and, and, and personalities who are sort of like developing their own podcast, you sort of get to know people for who they are. And it, it, it becomes a more fascinating lens to look to, uh, it becomes a more fascinating lens to observe them through than, um, you know, your most popular, like, you know, journalistic program, you know? So it, it it really allows you to connect with people in a way where you're like, okay, 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 okay but, but, but drop the mask. Like, what do you really think about Black Lives Matter? You know what I mean? And, you know, and then you get to see how the person reacts and, you know, there's no commercial breaks and none of that needs there. You know, you get to see it for what it is. So, yeah, I think podcasting is going to become the biggest and most prominent um, medium of conversation of all time. And so we're doing our part by just creating more content so people can just enjoy it for the future to come. And also it can be available on so many different platforms. It's not just restricted to one, which is mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's cool. Now to go to something more, I wouldn't say dark, but a challenge. Let's go with the challenge. What was your biggest challenge when you first started podcasting? Giving myself the permission to just do it, to be honest with you, man, because what it is like, my podcast, you know, I like what you said earlier when you said you don't need a mic, you don't need it. You can just go ahead and do it. My podcast is on IG Live. I just take my phone, I put it next to my laptop, I play some music in the background, I invite a guest on IG Live, and we just talk. And after that, I just post it on my page. That's it. Done. And realizing that I don't need like a $200 production behind it in order to do it. You know, my podcast, my podcast got numbers without having me to, you know, without requiring, it didn't require me to like, you know, buy an expensive camera or an expensive mic or whatever. I just tell somebody, yo, just be on your phone at this time. I'll call you, <laughs> you know, and be that's it. And some, it's like, you know, allowing yourself to do without any restrictions, without winning on this or this or that or that. I think that was the biggest challenge, man. And another one is probably like, I'm a very impulsive person. That's the thing about myself. You know, I've learned how to keep that in check. In, since my early 20s, I've learned how to keep that in check. But in general, I'm a very impulsive person or I have the tendency to just say what I think and I'll bite my tongue. And I think, you know, I'm doing this as a hobby, but the problem is I'm also doing this as a job, right? And I'm signed to multiple agencies and media companies and stuff like that. It's really easy for me to say dumb things. I'm not the most clever person in the room. I'm really not. You know what I mean? I just use big words very well. But besides that, you know, I'm not. I, I'm not the most clever person. I don't always like cue in on what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, you know? So sometimes I think the hardest thing is to just like, to just know when to like, what's okay and what's not okay to say, just because like sometimes I, I, I can be very reactive. So you don't want to say something that might be interpreted the wrong way. You know what I mean? And uh, by the same time, I'm not the kind of person who wants to walk on eggshells. You know what I mean? So I don't want to tiptoe around a subject or something that I have to say. You know what I mean? That's that's an interesting point you brought up because I was having this conversation with a friend the other day. It was well, conversation argument style. Uh, he was very keen on freedom of speech. And then I was talking about freedom of speech. Yes, but there's also freedom of speech does not mean it 
prevents you from freedom of consequence from what your actions or your Absolutely. what you say. So on that note, podcasting you were mentioning before is a little different from radio. You can be a lot more free. So where do you, let's say, not necessarily just you, but where did the line get drawn in terms of freedom of speech for podcasting versus, okay, this is a little too much. I'm going to keep it a buck with you because I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. So if you feel the need to edit this out. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, this is part of the show. This is your take. Cool. Because you are allowed to say whatever you want to say on my podcast. Like I, I, I don't mind. You can't say whatever you want to say. But you have to understand that you take the risk to get smacked in the face if you say <laughs> it. And I have no problem. I have no problem doing that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, yo, keep it a buck. I'm not going to stop you. But, you know, as this, the same way that I'm not going to, you know, edit it out or, you know, remove it because I didn't like what you said, I'll post it and then I'll pull up to wherever you're at and I'll smack you in the face <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? So. I have no problem with that. This is just who I am, you know, and that's the way I, 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 so pretty much I draw the line at wherever you want, whatever line you want to cross, it's on you. You're an adult. I interview adults. I don't interview children. You know what I mean? So I think just like you, you have the right to say whatever you want and I will defend your right to say it and exercise my way to, my, exercise my right to smack you in the face if you say it, you know, and that way, we all get to live happily after. You <laughs> said what you had to say, and I reacted however I needed to react. And that's cool. And that's 100%. That's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just how I see it, you know? I did have issues with somebody at one point that was solved where, you know, my podcast is video, and somebody rolled it backward and just started, like, smoking on the show without asking me if they could. And that was an issue that prompted me to sort of, like, whenever I, I after that, whenever, you know, I would invite someone on, on the podcast, I would send them a disclosure asking them to agree or disagree with it, saying pretty much like, you know, on the black lens, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to swear, you're allowed to say this, 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 this. You're not allowed to party, you're not allowed to do drugs, you're not allowed to show any sort of drugs, recreational or, medi or medicinal, like on the show, or whatever. Do you agree or dis do you do you agree or disagree with these terms? And if they agree with these terms, I'm like, perfect. And sometimes they felt like it was extra. But at the same time, I'm a public figure. So I can't take that risk of somebody asking me, like, did you allow this person to snort cocaine on it? I'm like, no, I did not. And I have proof that I did not, you know? So it's pretty much, I draw the line pretty much as like, you don't do anything that's going to put me at risk. And if you do, feel free to do so. But I have, whether it's my hands or your verbal consent, I'll have sort of like safe proof, you know what I mean? In order to ensure that, I am protected or that I do act accordingly based on how you choose to act. You know what I mean? So I, I so it's really, so I, so I try to protect myself in certain ways. No, absolutely. And it's your podcast. So you have the control of it. So you can do whatever you want. Now, this is also something that I'm sure every content creator has thought of. Like in the back of your mind, you always think of like, okay, should I say this? Or how is this going to have an impact on my professional career? Or do, do you ever go through those thoughts? And if so, how do you deal with it? Because I'm sure some podcasters out there are like, oh, I really want to say this, but I'm scared that somebody from my work is listening and they might report it or it might jeopardize my chances of getting a potential new job. Me, I'm going to tell you something like for real, it's very easy for people to say, just keep it real. Just be honest. Just be who you are, be yourself. But listen, if you do have certain things to lose, if you have a family that you're feeding and all that kind of stuff, 
no one has the right to tell you to you know just go ahead and and and, and jump ship you know what i mean so let's keep it let's keep it real like i i totally understand where these people are coming from in regards to being afraid of saying this and this or that or whatnot so long, i always say that it's your podcast so pick whatever subject you want to tackle whether it's hobbies movies uh, relationships, sex, religion, or whatever, make sure that you talk about something that you're 100% comfortable with and that you have no reasons to bite your tongues for. You know what I mean? Just think about it ahead of time because you don't want to put yourself in these corners, in these boxes where you're not allowed to say this because you're signed to these people, or because you work there, or because your family is like, you know what I mean? So keep that in consideration. Like, Do whatever you're going to feel physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and legally comfortable with. That's always what I say. You know what I mean? And think about these things ahead of time. That way you're always going to feel free because podcasting is meant to be fun. And if you have to restrict yourself from saying things that you really want to say, what you really think or ask questions, then you're not having fun. And then it, it takes the then you know it takes the fun out of it. You know, so that that's how I would put it. Yeah, yeah, because I I never swear. I always say fudge. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> like I once again, like for my podcast, people can swear. They can talk about whatever they want. But like for me, for my restrictions, I remember there's one person they wanted to talk about their dog as their hobby, and I told them, unfortunately, that doesn't go into my criteria of hobbies because dogs they're not necessarily a hobby. They're a responsibility. A hobby yeah. you, can, you can put down and come back six months later. You can't do that with a dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. That's pretty funny. You know, my kids, my kids are my hobby. My wife. <laughs> yeah, say, it. say that. Say that to your wife. Say, yeah, honey. Yeah, this is my wife is my hobby. Smack across the face. That's that action reaction aspect you were talking about. A yeah. big reaction. <laughs> but, and you, uh, and you have the right to say it, but you know, handle the consequences like a G. <laughs> the moments my lips start moving in that movement, that hand is just coming across my face. That's that's uh -huh. what happens. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but we're talking about the challenges at the beginning of your journey. What are your current challenges now? I guess for me, it's to draw the line between like, you know, business and pleasure because I'm my toughest critic. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to business and when it comes to pleasure, I have a very hard time sort of like removing that, that hat because my, my, what I do for a living and my hobbies are so parallel, right? Like they're, they go hand in hand. You know, I'm a radio pro producer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a radio host, I'm a film critic, I'm a writer, I'm a TV broadcaster, all that stuff. I'm an interviewer. And then on the side, I have a podcast. It's like, yo, you know, like, which one is for fun and which one is business? And no throughout, you know, I remember originally, like, you and I had a conversation about, you know, a podcast and like a, and I, a hobby that I would like to bring on. And you were like, well, if you're getting paid to do it, and if it's your job, like, I wouldn't consider that a hobby, which I agreed with. The issue with me is that I'm such a passionate person that I've turned all my hobbies into like a source of income. That's something that I take a lot of pride in and I sort of like to encourage people to do. But sometimes I forget to sort of like just do things for the sake of doing them without like, like I'm always thinking business. I'm like, okay, but this can be the next this, this can be blah, 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 you know? And it's, I'm realizing that it's just as important to enjoy what you're doing for the sake of enjoying it. And sometimes it's hard for me to draw the line between like, again, business and pleasure. And, 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 you know, I'm already a public figure. So it's like, whatever I say on the radio, all my podcasts can end up on the news if I say something really, really stupid, you know? So it's like, it's always figuring out like, okay, is this really pleasure? Because like, the people that I meet end up becoming business partners in other stuff and other ventures or whatever. Or is this business, which it's not because I'm not making money out of it. This is just what I do to sort of pass time, you know? So 
that's the biggest challenge, you know what I mean? It's allowing myself to enjoy it without feeling the need to take it as like, like I'm like, yo, the, my, my guests are not clients, you know? It, it, that, that part can be tough because then you your mind's never at rest, you know? So so the mind's never rest, resting when you when you can't differentiate the two. So yeah. And also this there's the pressure that, you know, everyone who starts a podcast, a lot of time they they want it to be the new Joe Rogan thing. And they always <laughs> they only have this many views. They're like, I failed. And it's like, no, you didn't, bro. You got this many views. Like, enjoy it. Like this is great. You know, 300 people tuned in to listen to you. It doesn't matter that it's not 300 million, man. Like it's cool. You got to talk to just, you know what I mean? Sometimes we lose sight of the reason why we're doing things. And we sort of like again corner ourselves. Because other people do it bigger than us or better than us. It's like you don't need that either. You know, you can have a very can have a lot of fun having a podcast with 30 people listening to you, you know. But you know what? You're absolutely right in the sense that I I see this a lot for the podcast community because I'm really into it. People get intimidated by the big guys or big girls or big companies getting into podcasting and have thousands, hundreds of thousands of views and downloads and millions right off the bat. And they're instantly popular. And then it brings this mentality that you're not good if you don't succeed right off the bat. And yeah. We'd like what? It's like saying, okay, if you walk and fall for the first time, oh yeah, you shouldn't walk again. Like you failed once, that's it. You shouldn't try again. Yeah. And also the idea that even if you have just one person listening to you, you made a difference in their life. They're listening to your podcast to learn, just grow. I've had people, I'm not a big podcaster. I've been doing it for three years, but I love the interaction I have with these individuals such as yourself. And I've had people who were listeners who turned into guests because of the way they liked how other listeners were sharing their story. So the idea in the back of my mind for my podcast, at least, is I don't care if I ever get popular with this podcast. I just want to at least allow a platform for the underdogs, people who don't usually have a voice to share, to share their thoughts. Because we hear a lot about everybody else, so everybody should have a chance to share what they love. And I feel like you're doing the exact same thing. You're just allowing people to share what is on their mind, which is, once again, an amazing thing. I appreciate you saying that because it's one of the main reasons why I'm so supportive of your podcast. I've sent some people your way before, actually, and I told them, you know, just tell this person I sent you and like, uh, have fun. They're like, but my hobby is not that interesting. I'm like, it, it is. It is interesting, you know, and you show people like it is fascinating. Sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll do like they're like, oh, but it's it's dumb. It's stupid. Like, it's just this thing. I was like, yeah, but no one does it the way you do it. So like, mm -hmm. it, it allows people to realize like how dope they really are and to make them feel and make that thing that they that is so important to them. And they're afraid to admit how important it is to them and make them feel valued for doing it. You're like, yo, this is great. This is great. What you're doing is amazing. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't dance like that. I can't dance in hoops like that. I can't. I can't read science fiction like like the the way you're reading science fiction. I I get confused, man. I'm, I have ADHD. I don't I don't know things. You know, it, it's like people sell themselves short, man. And sometimes it hurts me because you know I'm a I'm like, I, I've been there. You know what I mean? And I love hearing people like you know that 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 little spark in their eyes when they when they realize that you really want them to continue talking about something that they're passionate about, and they're like. You want me to keep coming here? Like, yeah, continue. Like, tell me more. And they're like, okay. So after this, I do this, this, this. And you're like, that, that's great. And they find, it's crazy because especially with you, I find that people sort of like discover, first of all, they don't even realize that they have a hobby. And second of all, they don't even realize how much they love it. And then when they actually 
you know, partake in it and, and voice it out, it allows them to really be in it and be like, yo, you know what? I I like going on walks. Like I'll be walking like I walk like a G. Like I'll be I, yo, ain't nobody out here walking the way I walk. <laughs> like I'll really be out here walking. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, man, like, that's that's great. You walk, lady, walk, you know? And it's dope. It's a dope part of yourself. And I I and, and that's why I love the idea of you know, time for your hobby. Like it's time for your hobby, man. It's time for yourself. It's time for who you really are. It is time for, and it's the time for you to actually take care of yourself, to reconnect with the core essence of who you are. So people, man, don't take your hobbies for granted. You know what, Vlad? You're, you're just, you're pulling my heartstrings right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Making me do a little teardrop, just wetting my microphone. <sighs> but you know what? I got I to gotta compose, get composed and just get back because I, I feel like you do the same thing as well with your podcast. I, f- I feel like the people right after they're done their interview with you, they come out saying, you know what? This felt great. It was like a therapy session yeah. where I just got to. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the amazing part about it. People, I don't know about you, but for me, when a guest has that like feeling like this was fun, I love this. It just, it makes me feel good. Like, I don't know if, does that make you feel good? Like, just like that feeling? Yeah. Because I mean, my, my favorite thing is like, you know, people are like, oh no, I don't be on Instagram like that. So I don't want to, I don't want to talk to people. And then they come back and, you know, a couple months later, you see that they started an IG page about the thing that they said they wouldn't do. And you're like, it's like, thank you. It's thanks to you, whatever. (laughs) But they don't realize it's really thanks to themselves because they've given themselves permission to step into something that they didn't know they were good at. Like I'll give an example. Like sometimes, man, you know, it's someone who's like shy about voicing an opinion and who becomes like, you know, they're like, oh, but you're the critic. Like, I don't want to disagree. So if you say you're, this is right, I'm like, no, I'm, I don't know. I want to know what you think. And then you really take it. And then they, they, they tell you their output on the film. And then you're like, as the professional critic, you're like, this was really good. I like how you connected this to this. And they're like, yeah, I, I, I just I just did this. And you're like, yeah, you just did. And it's watching people. I love watching people love themselves, man. You know, like. I love watching people love themselves. And it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And when they come out of the conversation and they're like, yo, thank you for just doing this, man. Like, I really appreciate it. Like, just talking. You're like, anytime. That's the point. Because let's, let's be real, bro. It feels real to talk. It feels good to talk. You know what I mean? It feels good to keep it honest with other people and to, and to bond with something that you never thought anyone would want to take the time to connect with you over, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's cool. And next thing you know, they want to connect with other people as well. And you get to discover new hobbies and new ideas and new mentalities that you didn't have before. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. This is why we're friends. We share the same mindset of like just allowing people to share their voice and making the world a better place. But not just because of us, but because of our guests. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think one like little by little you know that's how you make that's literally how you make the world a better place by giving the opportunity giving people the opportunity to be better people and to see who they are and to really love that and if they don't take that opportunity you know you you can't really blame yourself for it like it is what it is you know yeah you did your due diligence yeah just being willing to do it man like there's no amount of money you could give me that could make me stop doing it. You know what I mean? Cause, cause, cause podcasting is really like, it's the same conversation. I, I want to ask you a question. 
podcasting, has it changed the way you have conversation with people like even outside of your podcast? Because it did for me. Oh, that's, I guess, yes and no. But I've always been the type that's been curious about other people and want to be inclusive with other people. I don't know if you recall, but remember for graduation, yeah, Vlad and I went to the same high school. Uh, for graduation, I wanted to invite as many people as possible to my house for the pre-prom because yeah. I knew some people wouldn't get invited. So I just tried my best to invite as many people as possible. Even people I didn't necessarily talk to, I just want to allow people to have that option to have that pre-prom experience kind of thing. And that was really dope, man. I, I remember showing up because um, you're right, man. Like, I remember showing up and seeing people that in my high school career, I had never talked to and be like, oh, this is the first time that you and I have a conversation. And we, we are like, we graduated that like, we're going to, oh man, <laughs> like what the heck, you know? And even though no, no, there were some cute girls that I didn't know, where, I was like, okay, <laughs> oh, what's up? You know, like, here with? No, oh, what's up? I'm here, you know? Yeah, man. It, so, you know, I appreciate that about you because, because me, it definitely changed the way I talk to people because I've, I really know podcasting teaches you when it's your time and when it's their time, right? And when it's somebody else's time, I really, even if they have, even if what they have to say is just bad, horrible things about me, I give them the, if they need 10 minutes to tell me how horrible of a person I am, I'll, I'll give them that floor because it's their time, you know? Give me, give me two seconds. You're not. Boom. Actually, that was one second. <laughs> you're not a bad person there you go that's what i meant you're not a bad person that's why and then at the, at the end when <laughs> no no I say sometimes by the time they sometimes by the time they express everything you give them time they can sort of like realize that what they had on their heart had nothing to do with you and they're like thank you for like i apologize they'll, they'll apologize because you give them that that room to see what they have to say so they might as well apologize but sometimes they also realize they're like I appreciate you like just listening to that and and then when it's your turn to say to say something they appreciate they appreciate what you have to say even more because they they let you say it you know a lot of time it's just things projected outwards and you know people just need to like conversate I have a book that I want to recommend you my man while we're here it's an audiobook that you can find on YouTube and it's and it completely changed the way I have conversations with people it's called the art of communication by I can't say his name because he's, Viet he's Vietnamese and I'm going to butcher it and I don't want to offend any Vietnamese people who are listening to that right now. But it's called The Art of Communication. It was written by uh, a Buddhist monk who was also one of Martin Luther King's best friends. And it's about the, the art of, of, of loving speech. And pretty much it's about how it, it changes the way you listen and it changes the energy that you're projecting outward when you speak. That way it allows you to always move with love when you communicate, but also when you listen. Um, and it changed the way I podcast. And anyone who's listening to that, who to this episode right now, who might want to get into podcasting or radio or all that kind of stuff, the art of communication. It's on YouTube. It's free. You listen to that. It's about two hours of your time. You leave that in the back, in the background while you're working, all that kind of stuff. You're going to come out of this experience like a complete different and a way better version of yourself. And you're and it's gonna and you're gonna become a much better communicator. Your conversations are gonna feel even more meaningful, and you're gonna be able to speak to yourself in different ways too, and actually pour love out here in whatever you do and whoever you talk to. So I highly recommend this one. Well, you know what? I'll go put that down in the description down below so people can go check that out. But it also reminds me of uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this YouTube channel, Charisma on Command. Uh, sorry, Charisma yeah. on Command. 
Yeah. That, that is such a good way to just learn more about some key elements about the human behavior that actually I find pretty cool and helpful for podcasting. There's a lot of it that applies for podcasting. It does. It does. And, you know, it's it's not just about, like, you know, picking up chicks and stuff like that. It's really it, some people use that. Some people, are, they, they, they don't really see the bigger picture in, in that. It really it's about, like, honestly, finding out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And, and, and you know, what, you know, it's about like strengthening your weaknesses or play or, you know, even like sharpening your strengths. You know what I mean? And it, it, it sort of like understand how to navigate the world of communication even better. Some people are more charismatic than others. Some people like are not as good as when it comes to like expressing, expressing like, you know, abstract thoughts and stuff like that. You know, some people are more surf, like to keep things on the more surface level, you know, some people are more logical than emotional. So it allows you to sort of like discover what communication style works for you and which one really allows you to develop into the best communicator that you can be. You know what? This is once again, this is why we share very similar mindsets. We like the same things and we have a podcast that is almost the same in the sense that it's there to just allow people to share their mind and share their love for whatever they do. Yeah, and now I'm just going to flip it. I'm just like, you know, this is such a lovey dovey, like moment, like everybody's like, oh, heartwarming. Let's just flip it and bring it down to a very non lovey dovey moment. What are some misconceptions about people who do podcasting? See, not much, so much love there. It's just like, uh, <laughs> misconceptions, not fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, misconception about people who do podcasting. Honestly, man, you know, because podcasting can be very fun, like you said, but it's like we're <laughs> we're a lot more boring in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why are you why are you revealing our secret? Yo, I interview other people about their hobbies so I can learn about their hobbies. I have no hobbies. <laughs> so that you can pretend to have a life. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, we're a lot more boring in real life. You know, a lot of time, like the podcast that you're promoting becomes like sort of like your identity, your brand. People connect you with it. But when they see like all the other sides, it's like 1% of who you are. And when they see the other 99%, they're like, what happened to the podcast, the hobby guy? What happened to the movie <laughs> critic guy? I was like, the movie critic, like, the movie critic guy is gangster right now. Okay, don't bother me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, because, you know, like, this is authentic, you know, this is who we are right now, but we are also so many different things, right? So someone who might be listening to this podcast right now, who's heard me talk on CBC, might be like, yo, this is a complete different guy than the guy I'm listening to on the radio. And someone who knows me for Shifter might look at it and be like, yo, that's the guy for Shifter? And then someone who knows me for the for for, for, the, for, for the production or Box Solimono might be like, man, this is a complete different dude. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, you know, Podcasting doesn't have to represent everything about you. It can just be one aspect of yourself. Even Joe Rogan, who talks about everything, you know, you don't know how he is as a husband. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't know. You, you you don't know how he is as a son. You know, you don't know how he is when it comes to like you know his the, the other kids that he has. Like, you know, you know, like you don't know. You know, so don't feel like so. A lot of time, people compare themselves to like a big podcasting. Like I have to be like this person. No matter how awesome you think somebody is, I always understand that's one percent of who they are. You only need to be one percent of who you are, so long as it's real, to be a podcaster. You know that one percent is enough. You don't have to be as, you know, as cool as, as smart or as energetic or as, you know, diverse as this person. Or this person, or, yo, if you are the, yo, one of my favorite podcasts, Alec, is the Sleep with Me podcast. It's not, it's not kinky like that. It's not kinky like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Sleep With Me podcast, pretty much, it's a guy who discovered that he has 
a very boring voice in that whenever he talks, people don't listen to him because he's so boring. So you know what this guy did? <laughs> he started a podcast. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> you know, he started a podcast for people who can't sleep, who have insomnia. And he just mumbles about nothing. <laughs> it's impossible to listen to this podcast for more than five minutes without passing out. This guy, you see what I mean? You see what I mean? I Yo, love that though. It's so smart. So smart. Till this day, whenever I have insomnia, I can't sleep. I just put that on and, you know, this guy's like, yeah, you know, so, you know, so I, I was walking down the, oh, shoot, where's my, where's my teeth? Oh, sorry. I just, <laughs> oh, you guys, still, you're probably not listening right now. Are you? Yeah, it's been 18 minutes by now. You guys are usually asleep. But uh, anyway, I'll be right back. I'll, by the way, I'll be back in two minutes. I'll just let this on. And he legit leaves it on and comes back two minutes later. Like, are you guys still here? Well, how would I know? <laughs> anyway, so there's this book by my bookshelf. You know, why do I have so many books over there, but I never read them? And it's it's just him talking nonsense. And it's so boring. And it gets views because, bro, this guy helps you sleep. This is amazing. And I see, like, I'm looking at his website right now. He has over a thousand episodes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah that's, more, that's so many years you could just sleep through that. <laughs> you know what? But that's what I love. I've only played the one episode because I never made it through. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I feel like I, I, I have conversations like that with myself sometimes. But you know what? That's the beauty. You find whatever works for you. You don't exactly. have to mimic anybody else. Just find whatever works. And it's kind of like that analogy. You speak different when you speak to your grandmother, when you speak to your mother, when you speak to your wife or let's say grandparents, parents, significant other kids there's always different ways like i i wouldn't speak the same way to my child as i would my grandmother necessarily i wouldn't be as all right let's go play basketball yeah 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 let's do this my grandmother i'd be like i wouldn't be going like let's go play basketball yeah 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 like, she's like okay calm down calm down <laughs> <laughs> but there's always a different way to approach different situations and that's the human habit and speaking this is a weird segue but it's kind of like that learning aspect so what has podcasting taught you in life it's a little deep I'm, uh, I'm, I might get emotional. It taught me that I'm here for a reason. Podcasting has taught me that, you know, I spent a lot of time not knowing who I was and if I was going to be any good at anything, you know, but I'm good at this. And that's because of my, the circle that, you know, my upbringing, my, the circumstances in which I was raised, you know, like, my, 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 heartaches, my, my pains, my, 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 insecurities, my failures, it all led to me being at the level where I'm at, but where the person who's just getting started feels like they can relate to me. And it makes me realize that, you know, me, if I hadn't overcome some of the stuff that I overcame, there are people that I'm influencing right now who would have never been influenced the way they, the way I've influenced them. You know, people who are chasing dreams that I didn't know I could, I didn't know I could inspire anyone to do anything, to be honest with you. I never really saw myself as this guy, you know? And, you know, just by having conversation, you know, you have someone telling you like, this is homegirl, man. She came on my show one time, man, you know? And she talked about her dreams and stuff, you know? She just graduated from a program where now I'm able to offer her jobs in whatever she wants to do. And she's finally leaving like that soul sucking job that she has. And it, it makes me realize that I do add value in people's lives. And sometimes I, I don't give myself enough credits for it because I don't want, because I'm really hard on myself and I don't want to just admit it, <laughs> you know, but I do add value in people's lives. And 
that means a lot to me. It means a lot that I can do that, doing the things that I find the most annoying about myself, which is talking a lot. <laughs> it taught me that just being who I am does add a lot of value in people's lives. And I need to give myself more credit for that. You know what, man? I've known you for over 10 years now, and you've always been this type of person who wants to bring out the best in people. You always yeah. try to push. And like you said, you might be the toughest critic for yourself. I know that feeling. I've been the toughest critic for myself as well. But you've always been a supportive friend. Remember, I remember that from growing up. You've always been pushing for the best. And if you don't want to reconfirm how important you are to other people's lives, I'll do it for you. Vlad, you have brought so much value to so many people in ways that you probably can imagine and also in ways that you cannot imagine. And whether it's a big impact or a small impact that will have an impact on their lives, you have done that. You have done so much for people. And I just want to reconfirm this with you. I appreciate you for that. I want coming from you, the the person who introduced me to my love of music and who first <laughs> the first time that I the first person that I went on the mic with, if you guys don't know, you know. Alex and I, we go way back when we made music together. You know what I mean? And we made three songs, I think. <laughs> yeah, three we songs. did. We did. Yeah, you know? And you, even, and you wrote a lot of my lyrics. I think you, most, you wrote all my lyrics when I was getting started. So, but you know what? You delivered them in the way I wanted them to be delivered. The way I, that you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, and I have the utmost appreciation for, for that, bro. And I'm like, I'm, I, I, I really appreciate you and what you do, bro making people feel valued for the things that, you know, they might not realize are so valuable about themselves and allowing them to express these things and discover these things as they come on the show and allow other people to reflect on what these things mean to them. And like, I think that's really dope, man. And coming from you, everything you said, bro, went straight to the heart and coming from you, bro, that means a whole lot. I appreciate you, my man. You know what? Once the pandemic is over, I'm giving you a big hug. Once we see each other. (laughs) Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. It's long overdue. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. (laughs) Now, do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in this hobby? Yeah. Don't wait. Just do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just do it. And don't worry about numbers. Like if you enjoy it, just do it. You know, it, just do it. Don't worry about like, would you stop playing basketball because LeBron James is better than you? No. Right. So why would you stop podcasting? Because, you know, the because Rory and Mal have a bigger podcast is because Mike Tyson has a bigger like just just do it. Just do it for the sake of what it is. Man, just 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 do it again. Like I I know how basic it sounds, but it's that's it. It's just if you want to do it, just do it. You don't need the, all the equipment. You don't need to just do it. Just enjoy it. Just talk about. Don't chase something. Don't chase this goal, this destination where you're like I have to do this by this time because other people. No, just do what you love. People connect with love more than you realize. You know. People can connect with hate, but more people prefer to connect with love. So if people can feel the love behind what you're talking about, what you're passionate about, all that kind of stuff, man, like one of my heroes, man, his name is Daniel Green. You know, I saw this guy. There was a moment in my life where I quit media because I was just depressed. I was I I was going through a lot. It was it was difficult. And I saw this guy who was like talking about fantasy books that I really like. He would just be on his phone. had about 200 views here and there. And he just did it every day, made a new video about something else every now. Eventually, I just stopped watching the show altogether because, like, I was getting kind of depressed, you know. A year later, I, I go on his channel, and this guy had 200,000 subscribers. His videos averaged, like, 100,000 views. And some of my 
favorite authors, some of the biggest authors of fantasy of all time. We're now giving him like credit for being the go-to fantasy guy. And I was like, imagine if this guy had said, I'm not going to start because I don't have the lights. I don't have the camera on or, or I don't have an editing software. You know what I mean? I saw this guy. I saw his channel. I saw this first video. I saw it. And then, you know, years later, I look back and I'm just like, that was amazing. That was what you just did was great. You just got, he just went and did it. Don't wait after, you know, don't wait for the right studio. Don't wait for this, don't this. Because in that case, you're just trying to mimic something that already exists. And you're like, don't forget all of that. Just go for, go in podcasting to discover yourself. Like go, go in it for you. Exactly. You do you. Do it because you love it. Don't do it for anybody else. And it can end up being your legacy. Exactly. It, it, it really can, man. And you might discover, and who knows, that it might lead you into your next hobby that makes you a million dollars. You never know. People are, whatever it is, man, it's, it's, it's a journey, man. You know what I mean? So enjoy journey before destination, my friends. And speaking about journey, I'm sure all the listeners right now who are so intrigued by your story would love to come show some more support. So I've asked this question at the beginning of the episode, but I'll ask it again at the end. Do you have any social media links, websites, or projects you're working on so people can come show you some love? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Rotten Tomatoes at Vladimir Jean Gilles. You guys can find me at CBC All in a Day at CBC uh, well, slash All in a Day uh, slash Film Reviews, where all my film reviews are posted every Thursday at 5.45 p.m., where I go live on 91.5 FM. You can also find me at Don That Aitsi uh, on, on Instagram. I am also the creative director of Black That Soul That Immortal on IG, where we talk about uh, where we sort of that tackle uh, positive black images and promote positive black news to counteract uh, this the, the stereotypical uh, negative uh, narratives and images that are promoted in mainstream media. Uh, you guys can also find me at Shifter Magazine, where I'm the editorial assistant right now, from where I do a lot of interviews with like you know rappers, actors, celebrities, you know all that kind of stuff. And you guys can just interact with me. You know, personally, like sometimes on my, on my on my on my platform, I post some of my interviews and interaction with these people. You know, I've had the chance to interview people like from Denzel Washington to you know to uh, you know Anthony Hopkins to all that stuff. You know, I've I've had a good run doing some of the some of these things. You know what I mean? So if you guys want to keep track of you know what's happening? It's on my personal page, and I think that sums it up. But if I think of anything else i will let you know <laughs> you'll let me know and i'll share it all down below because you guys have to go check it out and show him some love he's a lovely lovely human being and he has a lot to offer and now i'm gonna flip the table so you've asked me a question before but i always do this at the end of every single episode it's my little unique twist to podcasting do you have any questions for me about your hobby about my hobby well about podcasting itself so yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well alex besides podcasting what is a hobby that you haven't shared with anyone yet that you might have you know something that you might like to watch do you have a a, a, a guilty pleasure tv show that you always binge watching beside the office in seinfeld like mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know like do you have a favorite comic book series do you collect anything like what are some of your favorite hobbies uh, so favorite hobbies. I like playing video games. I, I think I've talked about that before. Uh, reading manga, watching anime, but something new I've tried. I've done it three times now, but I want to really get into it more is voice acting just for Ooh, fun. Nice. 
Yeah, I've done, uh, I have a friend who has a podcast about, like, it's an audiobook, a fantasy audiobook, and he's asked me to be a voice actor three times now, and I love it. And I just, I really want to get into it more. I have a friend who is a big voice actor. He's like, he's big into the voice acting community and helps out other people. I actually had him on my podcast as a voice actor for manga dubs. So he like does voice acting for manga. So it's just pretty cool. And it's something I'd like to give a try. I'd, so that's, yeah, that's a new hobby I want to get into. That's great. I would love to come back and interview you about your hobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, man, you're always welcome on this podcast and uh, I might be doing something a little special for on my 200th episode. I'm still ironing out the details. I'm at 176 now. So eh, 14 episodes away. Wait, can I do math? No, I can't do math. <laughs> it's 24 episodes away. There you go, Alex. You're out of high school. You're out of university. You can do math. Uh, so yeah, so that far away. And uh, yeah, no, it's something I just started, but I'd love to get deep into it. And if you ever need a guest for your podcast, uh, I don't know if I'm qualified in the what you want to look for but i'm here if you need me man and uh yeah i got you well respect <laughs> i appreciate that and i'll definitely extend the invitation we'll do we'll, we'll have something cooking up for you pretty soon perfect so there you have it another body with a hobby thank you so much vlad for coming on and just sharing your passion your heart your mind your soul and everything else in between with me and the listeners i greatly appreciate it and i hope that people who are listening go check out vlad show him some love go check out his projects connect with him Vlad likes to connect with people he's a people person and if you want to show some more support for my podcast you can uh, you know send me an email at time for your hobby at gmail.com become a guest ask me questions ask me where vlad lives no don't do that i, I want to ask him. i want to answer that uh you can also show support by buying merchandise i also have a patreon so you can show some support on that as well and uh yeah but what you do have to do is just go check out all the links down below for vlad and he will show you some love so once again vlad thank you so much appreciate you bro take care so until the next episode make some time for your hobby take care <laughs>